Amazing. So it's a spiritual battle. It is a spiritual battle. Have you noticed how evil most people are today? How unhappy they are? And then have you noticed that unhappy people want to make you unhappy too because they're not happy being unhappy that the devil loved misery? Have you noticed that? The devil loved misery. And the devil cannot stand alone. The devil roamed the earth looking for souls that he can devour. And that's what's happening in families, in government, in the media, in so-called friendships, in marriages, parents with children, co-workers, employees. It's happening everywhere. You can always tell an angry, evil person because they want to hurt others. And they get a sense of joy from it because they're so miserable. Well, you can overcome that. You don't have to participate with the devil. Do not communicate with the devil in your mind or the devil inside of others. Really. Anytime someone's trying to hurt you, whatever, revenge, gossiping, stealing, whatever they're doing, just know that's an evil person. That person is possessed and don't take it personal, and they're trying to hurt you because they're so miserable. And they only get worse. Even if they were able to make you feel something, they only get worse. They don't get better. So you wish them well. You wish them well because they cannot see what they're doing. The devil got their mind, and they think it's them. All right, so pray for one another as they used to do in this great country when it was great. Pray for one another and because they can't help what they do. They cannot help what they do. Let me go to, I'm going to take some calls and super chats because in the first hour we were not able to do it. There's an issue with the, the line there. I want to go to Jay, a first-time caller out of Delaware. Uh, let's see here. Jay, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um. I just uh, uh, recently came across you, uh, your YouTube. Um, actually, I came across uh, some of your older videos first, your Fallen State videos. Right. Uh, actually, um, I got to say, those a lot of those <laughs> were pretty funny. I know you have a message there, but a lot of those were actually really caused me to laugh a lot. And then I saw <laughs> you had a live show. Um, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what your topic is for today, um, but... I was uh, asking about how to deal with uh, depression and uh, feeling lost in life. Um, and um, I'm in my my early 30s, so um, part of me feels like I don't have a lot of time left because I don't have much youth left to get myself on track to where I want to be in life. And uh, uh, a lot of days it feels like a struggle just to uh, even want to go to work. And... Um, to keep myself healthy, to to get back to my goals. I feel like my personal relationships have suffered for it greatly. My All aspects of my health have suffered for it. 
my um, family, my familial relationships, my romantic relationship has suffered for it. And honestly, um, I don't have a really good outlook for where I'm at in life in the next year or so. Um, things just seem dark. I'm trying to keep my head up and I keep it above water. But honestly, I'm, with, with each day that passes, it just I feel a lot less hope than the last. And um, I never thought I would see myself at this point. You know, it's like five, even five years ago, I never thought I'd see myself at this point. But it's, it just seems to only be getting worse. And, and I'm not really sure uh, where to turn to. You know, when you, when you, you talk to someone, I, I would talk to a, a counselor. I would, I would go to therapy, and, and honestly, I would talk to him. It just seemed like I was getting the same generic answers. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, they always, they always say the suggestion, well, go talk to somebody that'll help. And I would do that, and it seemed like it was helping at first, but I know they're not miracle workers. I understand that, you know. It's like I've seen in some of your other videos, you know, you have to start from within. Um, I'm just looking for that 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 extra push of guidance that can you know set me on the right path, and I'm I'm not really sure what direction I'm going in. And honestly, it's it feels like a poison drip. I feel like I'm being eaten from the inside out. Amazing. And your question for me is what? How do I deal with that? How do I deal with that depression and dealing and feeling lost in life? How do I get myself back on track? Oh, okay. Number one, um, and I'll, I'll give you some answers in a minute, suggestions and answers in a minute. What, when you said that your personal relationships are being affected by the way you're feeling right now, how are they being affected? I don't want to be around my family at all. Oh, okay. Um, I actually, but um, most of it is family. Some of it is uh, uh, my, my, my relationship with my girl. Some of it is that most of it's my family relationships. Some of my my uh, friend my friendships. Um, and how I don't that... want to be around my family whatsoever. Like I I I never thought I'd see the day where I despise being around them. <laughs> um, what is it like when you're around them? It feels like an energy drain. Oh, okay. I feel like I have to have my guard up. I feel like I have to put my armor on. Because I never know when I'm going to have to get into an argument, or they're just going to be critical to the point of just being disrespectful. Yeah. Um, maybe I, I maybe I come to the table with that kind of energy, expecting it, and it courts that. You know, that could be the cause. Yeah. Uh, what? What? I, the reason why I don't feel that way is when other family members will talk about another family member, member they were around, and they feel the same thing, and they say feel like. This can't just be me. Yeah, it's like there's this negative feedback loop that's going. And a few years ago, I wanted to try and be the one to kind of rally our family together. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, most of that was me trying to help my father because my father uh, is a raging alcoholic still. He's about to turn seventy, and uh, I, I I understand in my heart and my mind, you know, that's going to be what kills him. You know, when he growing up, he was never. Uh, in fact, all of my life, I've only ever known him to be that. Because of that, he was—he came from a very poor, downtrodden family where he suffered that kind of abuse, and, and basically, we skewed it onto the rest of our family. And 
you know, uh, I your, just feel like uh, your father and mother are they together? They still are. Oh, okay. but I, I don't know how. Right. There's been a lot. Like there were a lot of times I thought they were going to get divorced, and I would ask my mother, "Mom, do you still love him?" And she would say, "I do." I'm like, even after all this that he's put this family through, she's like, "You have to understand, he's still your father. I still love him, and I made a bond with God." And I asked my father, "You still love her?" He's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, even though you put her, put <laughs> us in this family through everything, and you say, I still love her. Yeah, I feel bad for what I do. I make them keep making the mistakes, but my family was my parents were raised old school, so divorce was unheard of. Yeah. Um, well, one thing one thing about human being, human beings are controlled by the devil, and they do things that if they were not lost in the darkness of imagination, they wouldn't ordinarily do, and they don't know they're caught up by the devil. They think the thoughts and the feelings they have it are their own, and they blame other people for them, and they try to take it out on others. But let me ask, how is it affecting your girlfriend? Oh, let me ask this first. When you're not around your family members, how do they react to that? They ask what's going on. They say, what's wrong? They say, uh, hey, man, what's going on with you? You're not around. We don't hear from you. We don't know what's going on in your life. Oh, okay. And I I, I do that purposefully. Because um, I'm one of the, I'm the, of six. I'm one of six. I'm the only one that doesn't have kids. So my time is my own. Right on. You know, like I have, I have, like I'm at work right now. I'm in my office, but I'm able to to get my work done without an issue. Um, right on. I, I stay on top of my work. That's why I had some time now to call you and and uh, you know I I have my free time is my own and and they they really how do I put this when I was around they could have cared less what was going on you know because yeah. they always found something they could pick at or, or you know to, to to say something negative about. And then I get stuck in that. Then I get I get sucked into it. So then we're going back and forth. Yeah, that's and it evil. An energy drain, and I and I hate feeling that. That's why I was like, you know, I there was one day when I realized it was for my my youngest brother's wedding, when two of my older brothers were there, and I had to have my guard on. And then we got into it because the two of them felt the need to to basically say ignorant stuff that involved my girl, and then we really got into it. And I think mostly they felt that way because I was the favorite growing up. They're they're the two of my brothers, two of them are half brothers. Yeah. And they're actually my father's stepkids. So, um, we got into it one day, and I was talking with my girl about it, and she was like, "Did you feel like that at all beforehand? Before you saw them?" I was like, "You know what? No, I didn't. And I didn't feel like that when I saw my parents either. And then I I kind of came to realization that uh, the less I was around my family, the better my mental health would get. Yeah. You know." However, so they, uh, I will say this though, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not fully, I'm not fully blameless, because there will be times when, uh, even between she and I, well, I'll have a sudden feeling like I need to be on guard for, for some reason, like I'm expecting uh, someone to say something, I'm expecting someone to to attack me in one way or another, and I'll feel on edge, and I have to try to breathe and, and remember I'm in an environment where I don't have to feel like that. Yeah. And, and how is it affecting you and your girlfriend? Because she sees it, you know. Oh, okay. She feels helpless to. She feels helpless to, to change it. If I'm really feeling in that kind of mode, or if I feel like I'm really angry about something, I'll I'm, I'll I'll go. I'll just be to myself, you know. And she'll be like, "Are you okay?" I'll be like, "I just need to be to myself right now because I don't want to take that out on her." Right. Because I know it's not her fault. Right. Absolutely. So I would rather be to myself. 
than her trying to be there to comfort me. Nice. You know? But at the same time, though, she feels like I'm pushing her away. And I have to explain to her, this is not the case. I don't want to... I'm, I'm, I'm consciously knowing I'm feeling this. So rather than me put that on you, I'd rather just be to myself and, and figure it out. Right on. You know? Amazing. So you want to... Do you want to be free and live free, have perfect peace on earth? I would love to. I would love to find my purpose. I would love to get my life back on track. Okay. Uh, Number one, you got to first see that you have anger, and it's the anger which is evil. It's the nature of the devil that made a home in your imagination and in your heart. And so as long as you have the anger, you're living in darkness, you've been turned away from God, so you don't have any light. And you need the light in order to have perfect peace on earth. And the only way you're going to get the light is that you got to, first of all, see that it's wrong to be angry. But yet you can't help yourself but be angry. You know, most people don't want to be angry, but they can't help it. It's a spirit that made a home in the thoughts and the feelings. All thoughts, except for practical thoughts, all thoughts are evil. And they bring out different feelings. And you overreact to those feelings. And the thoughts make you think it's someone else when it's really you. It's the devil that made a home in you. So you got to overcome the darkness. And the only way that you got to overcome the darkness is you got to forgive your mother for turning you away from your father. Meaning that identify with her, she is playing victim, and you identify with her. Once you identify with her, when she imposed her will on you or whatever she did, she could not help it because her mother did it to her. So you got to forgive your mother for what she's done and forgive your father for not being able to protect you from your mother. And when you forgive them, God will forgive you, and he will take the dark spirit of the devil away from you. Because the only thing you're experiencing right now is darkness and turning away from God from within. And that's why I don't think, that's why sorry, go ahead. that's why you're feeling this way. And the feeling you're having is the feeling of depression and all that, those are not your feelings. Those are the feelings of the ego, but you've identified with the ego so you think that is you. It's not you at all. And I'll tell you how to get past that in a minute. But you're about to say you don't think you what? I was going to say, um, I, I don't think that, that God actually hears my prayers anymore. You don't and, think uh, he does? He, uh, we haven't been on speaking terms now for at least you know, about a year now. That's, that's, my, that's on me, though. I don't blame God for that. Uh, you that's, don't... <laughs> that's on me, though. This, but this you're happens, right about... This happens, this happens from time to time, though, in my life. There'll, there'll be times when... I'll just feel like, you know, he and I aren't speaking terms. Right. I don't blame God for it. A lot of people will just blame God for it. And, and But I'll get a feeling like, you know, I'll, I'll say a prayer and it's not being heard. So then I'll, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I guess we aren't speaking terms right now. So And so why don't you think, you, why don't you, why do you, why do you believe that God has is not answering your prayer? Because there are times where I, I lose faith in him when I see where my life and the lives of my, life and my family is at. <clears throat> and and I, when I lose faith in him, then I'll, I'll just fall into sin. 
I'll become more sinful than I normally will. Yeah. Until I, I, I cycle out of it. Yeah. And I start to become, become conscious of it again. Because there'll be times I'll be really sinful and won't even realize it until I take take a step back or someone else close to me realizes, you know, kind of actions I'm, I'm taking. And then I start to, to, to fall back from that. And then I'll start praying again and then I'll start feeling it again. Um, That's so interesting, man. And when you pray, what do you ask for? What do you pray for? Guidance, usually. And it doesn't work? Pray for guidance. And he doesn't guide you? I, I I can't say that he doesn't. I may I may be blind and not be seeing it. I just don't feel it when when I ask for that. Yeah. Uh, I, and like you, I said, I, I make it a point to try. I make it a point not to blame God for my problems. Right. Because I know ultimately He loves us. Yeah. But I, at the same time, I know I'm imperfect, and there will be times when I'll stray away from Him, and I'll feel like we're not on speaking terms. But you're right when you say you feel like God is not answering your prayers or hearing your prayer. He's not. God does not hear the prayer of the ego, of thoughts, because thoughts are on a lower nature, and thoughts are all evil. And so when people pray, they're only praying from the illusion of their imagination. Oh, Lord, please help me. Oh, Lord, save me. Oh, Lord, this. It's all ego, and God does not hear those prayers at all. He doesn't answer those. He doesn't hear them because it's on a lower level a prayer, and you're praying to the devil, and that's why they never get answered. So he doesn't so, hear that. So the whole time I've been praying to the devil? Yeah. All angry people pray to the devil, and they think whether it's Christian or non-Christian, secular or whatever, atheist, they all pray to the devil thinking they're praying to God. But they're not, and that's why God doesn't answer prayer. You can go a whole lifetime praying to God from the imagination of what you think you want, and it never get answers. Answered. So you're right about that. He's not answering your prayer because they're all vain prayer. You don't know what you want. It's on a lower level, and God is not on the lower level with uh, with the devil. All thoughts so, are on, on the lower level. So is he at least then hearing my prayer? No. He doesn't even hear it? Nope. He's not concerned. He doesn't care about it at all because you're worshiping the devil. Does that mean that uh, uh, basically God has lost love for me? No, he loves you very much, and he wants you to give up. He wants you to stop thinking you know what you want. He wants you to stop trying to fix yourself because it's spiritual, and there's nothing you can do about it. The moment you let go completely, in that very moment, you'll be healed. But you think you know what you want. You think that you can fix your life. You think you can find your purpose, and all those things are lies. You cannot find a purpose. Your purpose will find you. You cannot fix your life. It will be fixed for you when you give up. There's nothing you can do but be still and live. Allow him to do it. And you'll be fine. It'll blow your mind. He wants you to pray in the spirit, not in the intellect. Pray in the spirit, not in the intellect. Right. So, if by praying in the spirit, how how does one reach that point where they're praying in the spirit? By how do you get to the point where you're no longer praying with the ego? By sitting still and and watching the thoughts, and the Holy Spirit will intercede on your behalf. You have it inside of you already. 
the kingdom of heaven is there, the uh, Christ is with you, God is with you, and the Holy Spirit. All you need to do is give up. Right now, you're in your imagination, which is the mindset of the devil, and you think it's you, and you think you know what you want, and you've been lied to by, the, by, the, by your family members, by the churches, and everyone. You don't know what you want. You don't know what you need. And you've been lied to all your life, and you live in a life of lies, thinking that is of the truth, and thinking that is you. You know, you mentioned something earlier that was really interesting. Um, you said I need to go forgive my mother first, right? Um, because uh, she had instilled um, her will upon me, yes, and turned my father against me, and now, turned you I, against I your like father to, too, away from him. I would like to ask you, though. I like. I, I do believe you are partly correct, honestly, because when I'm thinking back, I do know that when she would be angry at him when we were kids, we would that anger that she had for him, we would we would feel. Yes. Towards him as well. Absolutely. What I would ask is, what I would ask is, did that excuse him for being abusive towards her and, and, and us as children? Well, he all he no, it was wrong for him to do that, but. He has the same issue you are having right now. He's angry. He's lost in his imagination. He resents his mother. He he yearned for the father. His father didn't protect him from the mother. So he is going through exactly what you're going through, except he's used, according to what you said, he's using alcohol to try to make himself feel better and overcome instead of giving up everything so he can overcome. But exactly what you're feeling is exactly what your father's feeling. And your father got his troubles from your, his mother, and he ended up marrying his mother because you become attracted to what you hate. And every woman he's ever been involved with has been his mother, and he would not be attracted to a, a right kind of spirit until he overcome the evil spirit of the mother, which is of the devil. Wow. So I first have to forgive. You have to go to your mother. mother. Yeah. And say to her, you know what? I realize you turned me away from my father when I was a kid. I identified with you. And the reason your father was mean to you is because you kids identify with the mother. So you treated him in the same way the mother was treating him. It's the same spirit, which is evil. And he couldn't have the spirit in your mother like he couldn't handle it in his mother, so he couldn't handle that spirit in you guys either because you identify with the devil, which is in your mother. Oh, my God. And right now you have the woman's mindset and emotions. It's abnormal for a man to be emotional and to try to hurt others, to be depressed. or any, Men don't normally act that way. Men who are acting that way have the mindset of their mother. They're like women. So basically, uh, all of my siblings have their mindset, mother's mindset. Then. Every human being, every human being that's born through the woman, has the mindset of the woman. That's why God said, "All who are born of the flesh must be born of the spirit, the spirit of the Father." And when you forgive your mother, don't ask for forgiveness, don't apologize for anything you've done, except you're sorry for resenting her because she couldn't help herself either. Her mother did it to her. And God will forgive you, and you will be free. It's a spiritual after battle. I forgive, after I forgive my mother, do I forgive my father now? 
Absolutely. Hey, Dad, I'm sorry for resenting you for not being able to protect me from my mother. I understand now, and I was wrong for resenting you. Because if you don't love your earthly father, and love me, don't hate, right? If you don't love your earthly father, you would never love God. Because how can you say you love God, whom you never seen, and hate your father? Fathers, men represent God on earth. They are sons of God. They may be beta, beta. They may be weak, but they still represent God. They're sons of God. So when you hate the son, you hate the father. Well, I never really thought about it that way, honestly. I know. Um, like I said, I just started watching your, your videos, so um, the way you put it there is actually a, it's a pretty fresh perspective. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious, though. Um, is it my duty then to help my siblings to get to this point once, it, it, you know, once I'm able to reach the point that you're referring to? No. Is it's it your a- duty to go on and live your life because you can't help them. They have to do what you have done this morning. You have to start questioning what's going on with you. You're reaching out for help now because you know something is wrong with you. You've talked to other so-called counselors. They don't have the answer. You're looking for the answer, and now God is helping you. Through me, he's helping you. Wow. That's actually uh, very helpful, though. That is very helpful. Yeah, Um, you don't owe them anything. You can't help them. Only God can help them by them seeing that they're wrong. Something is wrong. They may not understand what's wrong, but they have to, they have to see that something's wrong with them before they can start to overcome it. There's nothing you can do. You will, once you forgive, you will become a light. They will see something different about you. Either they'll hate you or they'll love you, and they want to know, well, how did you change? But if that doesn't happen, that's not on you. You don't have to hang around them. You don't have to go to the family meals and all that crap unless you want to. Does that include me when I forgive my parents um, that I don't necessarily need to have their presence or just have to give them forgiveness? All you need to do is go and forgive them. I'm sorry for resenting you. Forgiveness is apologizing for, for having anger toward another person, which is your mother and father in this case. It's not to ask for forgiveness. It's to repent for judging them. But you can help it as a child. Can you hold for a minute? That's fine. That's fine. Hold on. Let me take a quick break. Quick great break. Back in a moment. All right, folks. Welcome back. 888-775-3773. Manhood Hour is coming up in the uh, next hour. I want to go back to Jay, a first-time call out of Delaware, talking about depression and how to overcome that. Uh, so, Jay, you still there? I'm here. Okay. Your issue is a spiritual issue. It's not physical at all. And all the thoughts that you're having about what you think you want, you need to make something out of yourself, you need to find your purpose, and the feelings that are coming with it, the good feelings, so-called good feelings, and the so-called evil feelings are all evil. And that's the thing that made a home in you when you resented your mother, you weren't born that way. But when you was a kid and your mother imposed her will on you, you became angry. That spirit made a home in your mind and you have identified with it as though it's you. And you think the thoughts and the feelings that you're having are you and they are not at all. It's all the nature of a devil that made a home in your mind. And, and the world call it mental illness, but it's really spiritual illness, spiritual 
uh, psychological illnesses, something like that, crazy stuff. Would you disagree that um, once I forgive my parents and I'm able to see that light again that you referred to earlier, um, if they still engage in those, those same kind of behaviors, those ways, and my siblings still do so, would it be wrong then for me to keep my distance from them after I give after I ask for forgiveness or after I forgive them? Well, once you forgive them, you're not going to be able to be around them too long anyway because the evil spirits in their imagination will hate the good spirit that's in you now. And so they're not going to want to be around you anyway. But you wow. won't resent them for it. You will understand it. And if you don't want to go around them, you you won't because you shouldn't dwell around evil people for too long anyway because the darkness hate the light and they will try mm-hmm. to destroy you. And that's what mentally ill people do in families and husbands and wives. and things. They try to destroy the light that they see in another person if they see light. You know, I noticed too, when you, uh, I've noticed this too by myself, so uh, I'm not sure if it's like this with, with others, and maybe, is that once you give in to like one really negative emotion or a negative vice, it's like it has a, an ability basically to cause you to go to other negative vices as well. Absolutely. And that's it's what. Like you'll go, go ahead. No, I'll finish your point. I was going to say is. That, that was what I would say, um, like, when I became, this was about, I think, uh, seven years ago, when I really uh, distanced myself from my parents for the first time, my dad's alcoholism got really bad. I came across an old friend of mine at church where it was like that, and she was going through a lot of stuff in her life, too, and I went from basically anger to lust. It got really bad. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like anger at fueled lust, and then... Basically, it turned into, I, I want to say, almost like a like a negative feedback loop where it's like an addiction almost. Yes. And that's the nature of the devil. That's evil. And that's hate. There's not love. Emotional love is not love. And that's why you have people trying to hurt one another. You have trolls, what people call trolls. They, 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 they roam the earth, see who they can hurt. And if they can hurt, so they can feel better. And it turns on, it's sexual and everything. And it's because it's all evil. It's all evil. But in their mind, they think they're right because they're of their father, the devil, and they are not of God. They they can't see what they're doing. So does that create what are called uh, soul ties? What? I've heard about that. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Does that create what are called soul ties? Soul ties? Yeah, soul ties, like a tie to the soul. Is that something that you actually that you that you believe in and that you're familiar with? I don't. I don't remember hearing that. If I have, I don't. I don't know what it is at this point. But listen, I've heard of that before. Another thing I want to tell you too is, as of this day, this day, never tell your girlfriend your problems anymore. Don't tell your issues to any woman at all. Because women cannot handle, they can't even handle their own issues. And they definitely can't handle the issue of, of a boyfriend or a fiancé or a husband. Uh, they need, there's this order of God in Christ, Christ in man, 
man over woman and woman over children. children. They need women look up to men in the way the man look up to Christ. And so, so basically, so it wasn't the wrong thing for me to tell her, leave me be when I when I'm when, when I'm in a bad mood or I got problems. Right. So that wasn't a bad thing for me to tell her. Just just let me do my thing. It wasn't just, at all. But from now on, don't even look like you have bad problems because in reality, in real reality, you don't have any problem. It's only in the illusion that you have problem. But children of God have no problems at all. No such thing as a problem. Gotcha. It's just you believed a thought and you had a feeling about it, and they call that problem. But if you stop believing the imagination, you would never have a problem. Wow. Wow, Jesse, thank you so much for, your, for this talk. Um, you really helped me to, to see some things from different perspectives and that uh, I, I didn't look at it before. Yeah, and that's because you're seeking now. You want to know the truth, and the truth is in you. And when you hear me speaking the truth, that's coming through me as well, you can, you're recognizing it within because God is now helping you to overcome the the uh, fallen state, the nature of the devil. I, I do want to ask you one more thing before I go. Um, and that's, uh, you know, once I, once I take these first steps, and I allow myself to observe the thinker, and I allow the, the Holy Spirit to to wash over me. How do I begin? Wh- what's the step I take then to reestablish and reconnect a, a, a proper relationship with God? Nice question. The first thing you do now, you see that you need to go and forgive your mother and father, right? Correct. Okay, and, and again, I want to remind you, forgiveness is admitting that you have judged them. I'm sorry for judging you because anyone that has anger is judging and anyone that judges is playing God. And as long as you judge yourself and other people, you would never know God. So you don't go and ask for forgiveness. Nowhere in the Bible where it says go and ask for forgiveness, it says go and I'm sorry for judging you. That makes sense? Yes, it does. And don't expect them to admit to anything. Don't expect them to say I was wrong, I'm sorry, or anything, don't have any expectation at all. You apologize for resenting them, and God will forgive you. You'll be fine. That's the first thing. And then the second thing, I want you to do my silent prayer. Are you familiar with that? I've heard you mention it before, but I'm not too familiar with it. I want you to go to www.silentprayer.video, www.silentprayer.video prayer.video and I want you to I want you to start doing that so God will bring you out of the imagination of the ego the imagination is the nature of the devil you know how Paul said in the scriptures the things I want to do that are right I can't and the things I don't want to do I do I realize it's not me but it's a spirit that made a home in me that's what he was referring to it's in the imagination and so I want you to start doing the silent prayer so you can watch those thoughts and not be a part of them. You are not your thoughts. You don't create thoughts. They are not from God. They are from the devil. They are not from you. And so you need to start watching those thoughts because you've been living in them all of your life where your mother made you angry. You became one with the imagination. 
And that's why you've been praying to the devil, because the churches have taught you that. Your mama taught you to pray that way, or whomever taught you, right? But you've been praying to the devil, and that's why the prayers are not being answered, because God does not answer the prayer of the intellect. The intellect is of the devil. And so do the silent prayer morning and night, and just watch those thoughts, and you'll see that it's not you. The ones that seem to be good, it's a setup. They're not good. And the ones that seem to be bad, it's a setup. It's not bad. It's evil. So you, And don't judge them. You just watch them. And I'm telling you, Jay, you, you're about to live. You're going to have the life that will create it for you. Thank you so, so much for this talk, Jesse. It really does mean a lot to me. I really appreciate everything you've done today. And I'm going to take these steps. And um, I'll... I'll follow up with you again some point. Yeah, call me back. Call me back and let me know. Does it make sense to you what we've talked about? Everything made sense, actually. It's a completely fresh perspective I never never thought of before. And and you haven't seen anything if you stay with the silent prayer. Do you do do a little hoover to holler if you want. It's a waste of time, but do a little hoover to holler. And once you do a hoover to holler, be still and know God. You don't need to hoover to holler. You just need to be still, and he will guide you. He will lead you. He will, Because we don't know what to pray for. We don't know what we want. We've been lied to. So do the silent wow. prayer. Go and forgive. God will forgive you. He said that if you have anything against anyone, go and forgive, and I will forgive you. He didn't tell you go and ask for forgiveness, all right? And so if your mother get mad or if she cry or I raised you, your daddy was an alcoholic, you just look at her like you're looking at a crazy movie. She's not ready to admit that she was wrong. And and it's same thing with your father. If he can go crazy on you and start yelling and screaming, they can't help it. You forgive them and go live your life. Thank you, Jesse. All Thank right. You. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, right. man. Listen, you take care. I'll talk, I'll, we'll talk again. All right, buddy. All right. Bye. Bye. Amazing. God does not answer prayers of the intellectual. You might as well stop that. That's why they've never been answered. Because it's on the level of the devil. I used to do that all the time. And it wasn't until I started 32 years, 33 years to be still. And one thing just leads to another, leads to another. You get more understanding and you get a little more understanding, you get a little more understanding. And the lie that you've been living starts to fade away. It really will disappear because it's all the nature of the devil is the ego. It's all the nature of the devil. It's not you. Your purpose will find you. Even in the scriptures it said, don't look for your purpose. It will find you. It's all spiritual. It really is. 888-7753-773. 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E. 